Welcome to The Empowered Life with Life Coach Terry Holland. It's time to live the life you deserve. Hey guys, thanks for joining me today. This is episode 55 of The Empowered Life. So I've been absent for a while, and I'm excited to tell you about why. Why I've been absent, what I've been up to, what I've been doing, and what happens now. So I've been away. I actually spend the entire summer, or at least most of July and August, uh, down in Las Vegas, studying to become an NLP trainer, hypnosis trainer, master practitioner of timeline therapy, and master NLP coach. So I've been through a really intense journey and a lot of training, and I'm so excited to share with you all my new skills and knowledge and help you grow to even greater levels of success now with my newfound knowledge and training. So let's talk about that. You see, I've been through such a massive amount of change in a short period of time. And, you know, maybe you've experienced this at some point in your life where you go through a period of change and the people around you, they haven't gone through what you've been through. And so relationships change. And this is what I've been experiencing the past couple weeks since I've been home. You see... It's really interesting when you work on yourself. And I'm going to take a guess here. I'm going to guess that since you're listening to a podcast called The Empowered Life, you've probably been doing some work on yourself. So maybe you know exactly what I'm talking about. But sometimes people, when you go through that kind of change, don't know how to react to you. And sometimes it brings stuff up in them. It brings up, you know, that stuff, that stuff that they don't want to deal with. And they really, really don't want to deal with it. So they might have resistance to the new you. And this is what I've been experiencing. Now, of course, there have been some people who have been incredibly, incredibly supportive. Like, I mean, my husband has been amazingly supportive throughout the whole process. My coach, um, other colleagues that I know, business associates, some friends have been very incredibly supportive, family. And then there are those ones, there's those ones who don't want to hear about my training, don't want to talk about it. And in fact, if someone else were to bring it up, they shut down the conversation or remove themselves from it. And it's interesting, I think. I think it's really interesting that people have that kind of reaction towards change and growth. And obviously it's threatening some part of them. And you know, I even heard, I even heard that one of my good friends had said to someone, you know, Terry and I do the exact same thing. She just has more papers than I do. So I want to talk about that because sometimes, you know, we accomplish these things in life and other people might not see the value in what we do. And that's what I experienced is that she didn't see the value in what I've gone through in the training. Now I know I know that a certification really is a piece of paper. At the end of the day, I have a pile of papers. But it's not the piece of paper that gives it its value. It's the knowledge, the training, the investment behind it. It's the months of hard work. It's the months before I went to the training of pre-study. It's the financial investment. 
it's going through this training process, which literally ripped me apart inside and out and turned me inside out again and rebuilt all my neurology in a new way. The paper just represents all of that. The paper just represents that I have this amazing box of tools that I can help my clients with. That's what the paper means. So it's interesting. You know, it's interesting when people say, oh, it's just a piece of paper. Because sure, it is a piece of paper. But what does that paper represent? That's what's of value. And this brings me to a conversation I was just having on Facebook. So I'm in a bunch of coaching groups and you know, the groups for supporting coaches, sharing ideas, doing different things. And the conversation came up of, can you coach someone if you haven't gone through what they're going through? And that conversation then led into, well, can you say coach somebody for wealth if you yourself are not wealthy? And this topic seems to have been coming up a lot in my life lately in different conversations and different circles. And so I thought I'd share this with you today, because if any of you are looking for a coach, I think it's really important that you understand a few things. I think it's really important that you understand the importance of working with a coach who's congruent in what they say. So here's an example. Now, I don't think, my opinion, I don't think that as a coach, you need to have, say, experienced a major phobia to be able to coach someone through it. You don't have to have experienced it. And you don't have to have experienced divorce to coach someone through that change in their life. However, if you have a major phobia and a client comes to you with the same major phobia and you have not resolved yours, it would be incongruent to coach a client through it. And here's why. And here's something you need to know when you're looking for a coach. The coach will project onto the client any of their unresolved issues. So it's really important that you go to a coach who's cleaned up their own house before they start to clean yours. I mean, it would be like going to a coach for, say, I don't know, say they call themselves a wealth coach and they're going to coach you on how to become financially abundant and they're broke up to their eyeballs in debt living in their parents' basement. And I'm not saying a coach has to be perfect, but come on, if you're a wealth coach and you can't manage your own finances, maybe you should be coaching others on wealth because that coach will project onto their clients, their own issues and their own beliefs around money. And if someone is broke, that is a mindset around money. So they clearly haven't dealt with theirs. And if they haven't dealt with their mindset issues around money, they can't help you with yours. Do you get what I'm saying? So It would be also like going to a health coach who smokes and is morbidly obese. How are they going to be able to coach you when they haven't dealt with their own issues around their own health and taking care of their own body? So if you're looking for, say, a health coach, you're probably going to want to go to someone who practices what they preach and who lives a healthy lifestyle and is a model of their coaching and expertise. Just like with wealth, you'd probably go to someone who understands how to create money in their lives. And I'm not saying they have to be millionaires. Maybe they don't want to be, but they should at least be able to take care of their own finances and be at least comfortable with where they are financially. So I think that's really important when you're looking for a coach that you look for someone who is congruent to what they say, 
and congruent in whatever niche market they're working in. And to me, that's, that's really important. So in this coaching conversation with these other coaches, it became really clear to me which ones were certified and properly trained and which ones were not. Because the ones who are not are very fond of saying, well, you know, to be a great coach, you don't have to have any kind of training and you don't have to have experienced a client's problem and you don't have to um, be a step ahead of the client. And the ones who have some training are obviously saying the opposite and saying what I'm saying that maybe they haven't experienced the exact problem the client has, but they can't have that as an unresolved problem in their own life. So I got into a bit of a, I wouldn't say an argument, I would say a disagreement with one of the coaches on there who said, you know, I don't have to have experienced depression to help someone through it. And I said, no, no, you don't have to have experienced depression to help someone else through it. But you can't be going through your own depression, your own unresolved depression, and help someone else through it because you'll project all of your own issues onto your client and they won't get the result that they need. In fact, I think it's completely unethical to work with someone on an issue where you are having the same issue. So that's my thought. Those are my thoughts on how you find a great coach. Because there are a lot of people out there these days calling themselves coaches. And it really is having a negative effect on this industry that I love so dearly. Because I really believe in what we do as coaches. And I know the powerful impact that coaching can have. I know what it's done for my life. And I see what it does for my clients. So it's really important to me that you guys listening understand if you're looking for a coach, what kind of coach you want to look for. And make sure that they've cleaned up their own house before they start helping you clean up yours. Because if not... They're going to project all that baggage onto you. And again, that's not to say they have to be perfect, but if you're going to them for, say, relationship coaching, and they've never experienced a healthy, positive relationship in their lives, probably not the coach for you. Or if they're carrying around a lot of relationship baggage, let's say, that wouldn't be the coach you want to work with. Maybe they're good at something else, and you can work with them on another area, but you wouldn't want to work with them on relationships. And you know, I actually know this from personal experience because my very first coach who I worked with, he had a lot of baggage that he projected onto me and I didn't really know it at the time. I didn't really get what was happening until I went for my own training and I started to see what was going on. And then I hired myself a new coach who has cleaned up his own house and has dealt with his own stuff. And it was a night and day difference between the two. So I highly, highly encourage you, if you are looking for coaching, find someone who's congruent to what they say. If they say they're a health coach, ask them about their lifestyle. They should be totally fine to tell you about that. And they should look healthy. They should represent health. And if they're talking to you about money and wealth, then they should have money in their lives. They should not be broke. And if they're talking to you about relationships, they should have healthy relationships. And you get where I'm going with this. I think you get the point now. So do your homework, do your due diligence. Don't get suckered into someone 
selling you pipe dreams or blowing smoke up your butt about what they can do for you. Ask for testimonials. Ask to see proof of what they do. And you know what? Ask for credentials because a lot of people don't. And the truth is, in this industry, you don't have to be certified to call yourself a life coach. You don't at all. And I think that's really unfortunate because I think there are a lot of people out there who could be possibly hurting people because they don't know what they're doing. And sure, they have the best of intentions and they want to help, but they don't have the proper tools to do it. And you know, I had this another conversation with someone who's a coach and she said, well, I have all this life experience and that to me is more important. And yes, life experience is great. You have to have that. You have to have some life experience, I think, to be an effective, good coach. But it doesn't matter what you've gone through if you don't have the tools to be able to translate that to another person and their life and help them through it. So maybe you've overcome the biggest obstacles in life. Maybe you've climbed like Mount Everest of obstacles. But if you don't know how to guide someone else up the mountain, then how are they going to get there? What good is your experience? So that's why I think it's important that you work with someone who's certified and trained and preferably board certified and trained by an accredited institution. So that's my little rant today on the coaching industry. Here's what else is going on. So now that I'm a, an NLP trainer and hypnosis trainer, I'm offering a series of seminars and workshops I think you're going to be excited about. So the first one is September 24th and 25th, and it's going to be in Maple Ridge. So for anyone who's local in the Vancouver area, you are welcome to attend. All the details are on my Facebook page, which you can find at Terry Holland Coaching. So if you go to facebook.com slash Terry Holland Coaching, you'll find it. And all the event information is there. So the secrets of the empowered life. So it's a two-day workshop, 10 to 6 each day. And in this workshop, I'm going to take you through a powerful, powerful process of letting go of your past negative emotions, limiting beliefs, and creating some powerful goals in your future that you know that you will accomplish. So if you're not getting the results you want in life, or maybe you feel like you're carrying around some baggage that you'd like to let go of, this is a great opportunity to do that. And all the details are on my Facebook page. There are some spots still available, and I would love to have you join us. The second workshop I'm going to be offering is the beginning of October, October 6th and 7th, and it's Empowered Sales Communication. So if you want to become a better communicator in the sales process, and you'd like your sales process to go a lot more smoothly and easily. And say, I don't know, would this sound interesting to you? Like say you could sit across from a prospect or a client and have a really good idea of what they're thinking. You know what they're thinking by watching their eye patterns. And say just conversationally, you could find out what their decision-making strategy is and then play that for them so that you could help them to make the right decision quickly and there on the spot so that you're not dealing with maybes being strung along, they can make a decision really clearly and easily. Would that be of interest to you? And then I'm going to be teaching you the five-step sales process, the NLP five-step sales process, which is a really effective selling process. So if all of that sounds interesting, then the workshop is Empowered Sales Communication. It's October 6th and 7th, also in Maple Ridge. So for anyone who's local, 
you want to check those out. They're both on my Facebook page. And also in October, we're still nailing down the dates and the location, but there will be an NLP practitioner training. And this will be local. It will include four certifications. And if you're in sales, if you're in communications, marketing, or if you're a coach and you want to become an NLP practitioner, this is definitely a training you want to look at. So again, visit me at Facebook and all the information is there. You can register right through the event. So that's about it for right now. I promise you now that I'm back into the swing of things, we're going to be podcasting a lot more often. So if you found this episode interesting, and if you liked it, please share it with your friends. And as always, leave me that five-star iTunes review, because the more five-star reviews I get, the higher my iTunes ranking and the higher I rank, the more people can find me and the more people who find me, the more people I can help just like you. Thank you so much. And I hope that you have a fantastic day.